Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You can hear Jay Delsing golf with Jay Delsing Sunday mornings at 9 here on 101 ESPN. And Jay joins us to talk golf every Friday morning, and he's with us now on the Celebrity Line. Jay, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing great, guys. Just listening to the the banter this morning it's tough it's a tough tough morning hey, did did you ever your dad jim delsing longtime major leaguer and played for the st louis bronze for a few years played for some pretty bad detroit teams did you ever talk about the struggles that some of his teams endured he did randy when i was a, a little boy you know my dad we, we'd go places and my people would say to my dad jim man we'd love watching you play for the browns we'd love watching you play for the browns and they'd walk away, and my dad would look at me and said, son, if half the people actually would have went to the games, they said they went to the games, the Browns would have never left and went to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said everybody, everybody loved the Browns once they left. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. So one year that uh, your dad played for the Browns, they went uh, 64 and 96. Another year, 52 and 102. Yikes. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's brutal, just brutal. And, and, you know, guys, if you don't actually, everybody knows what to do. But sometimes that ball and just, it just doesn't work. And right now, I mean, even from the broadcast, it just seems like everything is out of step. It just seems like it's off. It's almost unrecognizable. And when it, when I went through streaks like this, I would try to go back to the very, very most basic thing I could do and sometimes it didn't even feel like I, I could I could do it but it's it's just I've never seen anything like this with a with the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team I mean we've seen bad teams before but not like this I mean there's good players that are playing really really bad right now yeah we're as you can tell we're trying to figure out what's going on with this as well because we keep saying it this is such a talented group and it's just underwhelming right now Jay yeah, I, I mean, you, 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 I, I think it just gives you an appreciation for how hard the sport is. But, guys, there is – and we've been extremely spoiled. Randy, I love what you said. I I hate a month of losing. I'm <laughs> Like, I sit down and I'm wondering, I don't know if I want to watch the game, you know, because it's, it's, it's so difficult to watch bad sports when you've been treated to good for so long. I mean, when the blues were bad, it was – you know, you could just see there were turnovers, and, and if we didn't get the puck deep, it would turn around and be in our net before you knew it. It was just like you're waiting for something, the other shoe to fall. It's a tough spot to be in. Well, Jay, I also wanted to follow up with a story that I asked you out about before, about Roy McIlroy, if he was actually going to get fined. Um, and it looks like that that actually is going to happen. He's going to be fined $3 million. But I think the unspoken question was, would, would the rules actually apply to him with the PGA Tour? And they definitely said yes, even though he's been really kind of an advocate for the PGA Tour versus Liv. Yeah, you know what, Brooke, if they didn't follow through with that, 
then the whole this thing would really start coming down on them, in my opinion. I mean, I didn't. I, I think that Rory knew he was going to be fined. I mean, it's not that three million dollars is a boatload of money. It's a ridiculous amount of money, but. When you're making the sort of money that he, he Rory just Rory's game was in amazing. Sh- this is this speaks to how difficult this thing is as well, guys. Rory was playing probably some of the best golf of his career. Now he's won four majors and one of the one of only I think three people to have won four majors before his 25th birthday. He's played great golf before, but coming into the Masters this year, guys, he was playing as well as anybody. He was playing as well as anybody, and he stunk. At Augusta, he didn't even threaten to make the cut, and so he he just pulled back. He hasn't played since. I mean, he hasn't played in over a month, and he just he's he just he's just taking the ramifications. I mean, he's got a huge bank account, a big fat wallet, so he probably doesn't really care too much about the three million. But they had to levy it, and they had to see it through, or else, boy, we would have really hurt it. Jay, you're talking about Rory and, and, you know, him winning so many majors before the age of 25. Him and and Jordan Spieth seemed like a few years ago they were going to be golf's, you know, faces. And and it just hasn't happened in the way or the manner that that we thought it would. How hard is it to – we see what Tiger has done and how great he is. It just speaks volumes to how great he is. But we thought that these two would become the faces of golf, and, and it just doesn't feel like it ever has happened just yet. No, Kerry, here's the thing that sticks out in my mind about and, and you could I know you could speak to this in the NFL in your experiences, but it's one thing when you start pushing and pushing and pushing and you find yourself getting success and you get to the top of the mountain. How the hell do you stay there? Because you have all of this success. Now you have untold amounts of money that you probably never dreamed you have. How where's the motivation come from? You know, that is really tough to do. And a guy like Tiger and a guy like Jack had different gears. And you can see Rory doesn't have that. And, and you, look at, you look at Brooks Kepka. He's won four majors, and you're thinking this, it's just so difficult to do. And you watch the Netflix series and listen to Brooks talking like, this is the cap that's won four majors? He sounds like he's you know, never going to win another tournament again. So, the, 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 guys, I think I think we can go to sports and, and egos and, and, and confidence is a really fragile thing. And I think when you have it, man, you got to really appreciate it and stay with it. Jay, that brings me to the next question. On Monday at the Illini Country Club in Springfield, U.S. Open qualifying will take place. 84 spots available. There will be five players that are awarded spots. And by the way, this happens throughout the country from April through May. A week from Monday, right here in the area, Gateway National, uh, there's going to be uh, U.S. Open qualifying. 96 players are going to participate. Five spots available. Can you tell us about U.S. Open qualifying? You've been through it before. What is that like? What's the intensity level like? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you get out there and you know that if you need to get off to a good – there's so few players that get through. How many holes are you and, playing, first of all? And so many. Um, I think the first one – they used to do 36 on each the the, the local and the um, regional, and they don't do that anymore. And the sectional, I should say. They only do 36 holes in the sectional. So you're playing 18 holes – and it's, um, you know, anybody, gosh, this goes on terrible. I'm going to say it anyway. Anybody can, <laughs> anybody that's a good player can have one of those days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, guys, where all the putts go in and you shoot. When, when you get a 36 hole qualifying, it's a little harder to keep that going because you got to sit down you got to have lunch. You got to, you know, you, you've, you've got to realize where you are. And a lot, oftentimes that 
that great round will get kind of dinged up a little bit if the player's not comfortable or, or kind of U.S. Open worthy, so to speak. But it's a it's a hell of a uh, – you, you don't want to look and, and consider the odds at all. You just want to go out and try to play the golf course and get off to a good start and try to make some birdies because – um, the the numbers in getting in the qualifiers are, are really, really difficult, especially nowadays. There's so many good players. So, Randy, one of the things that you, you know, you don't, you, you don't want one of those starts where you're three over after four holes, you know, you get there and you start thinking, man, maybe I should just go ahead and leave after nine holes. You, you've got to stay in there. You've got to try to get off to a good start and, and just try to play the golf course because it, it can be such a mental Oh, man, just a beatdown if you start thinking about how difficult it is to get five spots out with 96 players playing. And then you move on from these local qualifying to the regionals, and every single one of them, because you're literally, if you're really good, you're one shot away from either making it or missing it. You have to be perfect. The regionals are a nightmare. The regionals are a nightmare because you're going to get – so think of it this way, guys. You're going to probably have, in various spots, you're going to probably have close to 100 PGA Tour players trying to qualify that won't make it. They won't make it because just the numbers, get they, they just don't support it because there's not enough spots for good players. So when you go to – so they'll have a special qualifying spot for the PGA Tour area, usually one like where they'll, where they'll finish playing. Oftentimes there's one down in Memphis – and oftentimes there's one around Memorial. So usually it's where Jack's tournament ends, this, there's a sectional, and then the next week is, is usually Memphis, and so there'll be one down there. And if you don't shoot somewhere between, um, oh, I'd say six and eight under par, you don't have a chance. You don't even get a sniff. And it's, uh, man, I had no idea how difficult it was to qualify for a U.S. Open until. I, I did that, and I can remember one time feeling pretty good about myself. I, I the morning round, I shot sixty-eight, and I was in like twenty-seventh place. Oh man! And I'm like, oh man, I know how to play better. Well, who the, I'm hanging around the wrong guys. You know, I'm hanging around the wrong guys. Amazing. Hey Jay, who do you have on the show on Sunday? I've got Bernie Federko, who came in. You know, just a, a great guy, and he came up to Wild Crush, you guys, and then and Ozzy Smith walks in, and I sit there and think how lucky we are in this town to have. These human beings like Bernie and Ozzy, the Hall of Famers that are just walking around, they sit down, couldn't be kinder, more giving of their time, and, and he was just terrific. And then and Cord Dombrowski from Dalhousie. You know, so we have this national golf club down in, in Cape Girardeau that, that's Dalhousie. That's a, a world-renowned golf course and really fun. So it was, it was neat to hear about Cord's story and how he – created Dalhousie and, and, and how things are going down there. Everybody should tune into that Sunday morning. Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. Jay, have a great weekend. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next week. You guys too. Thanks for having me. See you later. That's our buddy Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN.